have a job, a pretty good job, but you are working for someone else. Maybe it's time to work for you. This is the Millennial Network Podcast. The Millennial Network Podcast. If you're a millennial entrepreneur, you'll learn how to go from that job to finding your financial exit strategy through entrepreneurship. Coach Danny has a network of successful entrepreneurs, and they're about to give some secrets away. Welcome to the Millennial Network Podcast. Now your host, Coach Danny Renee. So what's up, everyone? Coach Danny Renee here, and this is a live recording of the Millennial Network uh, Podcast. And I've decided to do like a live presentation on making it last. Um, it's well, it's titled called Making It Last. It makes me think of um, the Keep Sweat song, Making It Last Forever. But anyways, uh, making it making it last because ultimately we want our finances to last. Like I like to focus on millennials because most people don't know that a millennials right now currently has over, I think it's like 70 something trillion dollars of worth of money that's currently at the moment is transferring to the millennial gen- generation. And what that means is that your grandparents, typically the, bre- the great, uh, can't talk, the baby boomer generation, they are all retiring, they're getting older, they're leaving certain career fields, which is why it's now our time to kind of step up and take these positions. Um, these people, they're retiring um, to where now we're being put into the positions. Unfortunately, some are passing away. So all this money that this all this wealth that they've created that is now starting to be transferred down to millennials. So when it comes to our own money, because I feel like the millennial generation, we are now in that place where what do we need to do with our money? We we didn't a lot of times most twenty year twenty something year olds aren't as responsible, so we didn't necessarily do it in our twenties. So now we're in our thirties. And it's like, okay, what can we do with our money versus waiting until you're 50, 60 and you need a lot more money to retire? So I want to welcome you guys to Making It Last presentation series, offering key insights for developing and preserving a comprehensive retirement income strategy. All right. So <clears throat> making it less retirement income. Okay, so retirement, there's going to be some retirement income challenges, social security choices, building retirement income strategies, tax, smart withdrawals, installing um, guardrails for volatile market markets. So making a last is um, it's pretty much this is just like a serious presentation um, focusing on like the challenges that we are going to have in retirement. Cause I always tell people retirement is not necessarily an age, it's an amount of money that you need to have saved up. And if you're not saving and investing right now, then it's going to hit you when you least expect it, when you really need to start making some of those choices. So a lot of the focus today is meant to really just get to why it is important for you guys to start saving and investing right now, saving and investing right now. Much of the if- emphasis is given to how one gets through retirement and in many ways developing a strategy to get through retirement um, obviously can be a lot more difficult than saving for it. A lot of people think saving, you know, right for it right now is the most difficulty. But if you've ever seen, if you ever had someone that's, if you ever seen someone like in their 50s, 60s, 70s, I mean, we hear it all the time. Sometimes we're on the phone or we go to Walmart or you see grocery baggers like these are older people finding jobs because they need those small jobs to pretty much get through. You don't want to be that person, which is why now is the time to start um, saving and investing your money.
the retirement income challenges. First, we're going to talk about life expectancy and how it can have a significant impact on your retirement income strategy. Next is um, accessing your retirement. So just being ready for when that time comes, because a lot of millennials are they're like, hey, I want to retire at age 30. Oh, well. 30, 35, 40, like we want to retire right now and enjoy life, which is nothing is wrong with that. But you need to have the exact, you need to have the exact number um, that you need to have that exact number saved and invested in order for that time frame to happen. It's not necessarily, some people think that having a certain amount of wealth is impossible or there is not um, obtainable. But I always tell people, habits start small in order to get to to the extreme of any of these circumstances you have to start small um we we typically eat out you know fast food or we like to go to great restaurants and it's just like imagine if you supplemented one of those meals only one instead of going out you cook but instead you took that money to invest you already get into a habit of investing. And then over time, as you continuously learn, it can get better from there. But we all don't start becoming experts, which is why you have to be careful with the people on the internet, because a lot of people make um, this stuff sound a lot more difficult than what it needs to be. When in reality, it just starts from small habits. There's a lot less risky things you can do with your money to still get yourself on the path of, um, of generating wealth, Okay. Um, we often think um, that retirement is typically an age. Um, the question isn't at what age I want to retire, but is at what income. So what I mean by that, and I was just talking about life expectancy. I, I like to tell my clients this all the time. The reason why it's important to um, invest now, say, for instance, you decide to retire at age 50, and then unfortunately you pass away at age 90. The thing is, today, we don't know when it's, our, when it's our time to go, right? But from age 50 to age 90, that is 40 years. So if you decided to stop working, you need your money to pay you income for 40 years. So if you want to make, say, for instance, $50,000 a year, you need to be able to have enough money saved and invested to pay yourself $50,000 per year. A lot of people nowadays want to be six-figure earners. Great. But even if you're making six figures, you need to have enough money saved and invested to pay yourself $100,000 a year. And how do you determine that number? Well, one, you got to go to a financial needs analysis, right? But retirement is not, hey, I got a million dollars now I can retire because you need your money to pay you for all those years. So if you decide to pay, I mean, if you decide to um, retire at age 50, you need 40 years of income. That's why a lot of times if you sit down with a financial professional, they're like, hey, what time, what age do you want to retire? And a lot of people go by default. Well, unfortunately, millennials, we don't have access to what baby boomers had access. We don't have access to those pensions. Your 401k is not a pension. Your 401k is just another tool to put money in, but it doesn't guarantee you that you're going to have that amount of money that you need saved up in order to stop working. Okay, so let, let's be smart. Okay, um, so remember, it's um, an amount of money. It's an income that you need in order to save and invest it in order to make a decision to step away and just be like, hey, I'm done. I'm chilling. Okay, um, so questions we have to ask ourselves is how long will I live? We don't really know that, but you got to look at most people go off of um, the typical, um, if you go to like 
you go on Google and kind of search uh, what is the typical life expectancy. We are starting to live a lot longer than uh, previous generations, but also our health is not necessarily gradually increasing. It's usually going to decline as we get older. So you got to ask yourself, how long would I live? How much will I spend? And have I saved enough? Which is another reason if you're buying a house, will your house be paid off when you decide to step away from corporate America and retire? Or just decide to stop working? Um, will your debt be paid off? Do you have a debt strategy plan right now? What about cars? Are you going to buy a car? What type of car are you going to drive? What is inflation going to be looking like? These like these are all questions that you have to have answered, which is why you, you want to have a plan. You want to have a strategy put in place so that you know what these numbers are. Trust me now, it sounds a lot, it may even sound a lot more overwhelming than what it really is, but truly, it's just a matter of with any plan. If you have a plan in place, it makes so many things seem so much easier. I was talking to a buddy of mine about a week ago, and I was just like, man, like I'm struggling hitting like these certain workout goals because I, I love lifting weights. But one of the things that I have not been consistent about, which is probably why I have all these injuries, is I don't stretch enough. So because of me not stretching enough, probably cause all these different injuries. So when I go to gym, I'm just like, mm, I don't feel like it's a real for real workout. Part of the reason is because I didn't have a plan. Now that I put a plan in place, I can go to the gym and be like, yo, I feel I feel something now. Right. Um, and that's how it should be when it comes to your money as well. So if you look at this chart here. Um, how long will you live? Probably the most important question and the most difficult to answer is how long will I live? Unfortunately, women, we typically outlive men. So that is another thing to consider when it comes to these charts. Um, but what I can tell you is um, this chart, life expectancy has increased, like I mentioned, significantly in the United States over the past 120 years. So as time is going by, we are living longer. I mean, how many times have you seen on the internet, you have somebody 100 plus years old, probably running or just doing whatever, like people are living for multiple generations now. Um, however, but I can tell you is that this chart life expectancy, um, it, it, I mean, I can't predict the future, but it may continuously go up and that's even more. So like, do you want to be working in your sixties? Do you want to be working in your seventies? Do you want to be working in your eighties? And a lot of people, and it's funny because I've heard older people say this in the past. They're like, I never want to stop working. The thing about that is it's one thing for having to it's one thing to need to work and it's another thing you want to do it out of joy but even though out of joy life changes our health um changes over time and sometimes older people they say when they're young and healthy that they may continue to work but imagine if you have a health condition that's keeping you from being able to um perform like who's going to take care of you then? Are your kids going to take care of you? Are you setting your kids up for a financial decline because you're not taking care of yourself right now financially and health-wise to where now that your kids have to take on a bur burden? Like let's re reverse the system. Like our system should not be, we get, oh, our kids take care of us. Our system should be, we, as we gradually get older, we put something in place to where we can take care of ourselves. And then our kids are there for support, but they're not there to take care of us. That's what you're supposed to be doing as you're gradually getting to that point. Okay. So even COVID once it was, a, um, even with COVID, okay, it, uh, its impact fully reflected the data, uh, may only cause like a temporary drop in this because obviously a lot of people pass away for, from COVID, you know, back then you had, 
Um, you had the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918, World War II, both caused life expectancy to decline for a couple of years. But these were only small blips over the course of a century that saw Americans significantly extending their longevity um, over time. But here's something important about obviously life expectancy. So as you can see, this is the chart is just constantly um, going up. Millennials, we live in longer. Okay, so you can see here an infant born in 2019 has an average life expectancy of about 79 years. That means an infant that was born in 2019 on average is expected to at least live until age 79. But that figures assumes that despite our best efforts, some infants or children may succumb to disease, some teens may die in car accidents, and some young adults may perish in a workplace accident. All these tragedies, they do occur, but on average, it's still a small average. Those who have already reached older ages avoid many of these human, um, you know, human uh, defects or not defects, but human causes or causes that we just don't have control over. For example, some people who turn age 65 in 2019, some people who turn to uh, age 65 in 2019 has a life expectancy of age 84 and a half years old. So um, those people that pretty much baby boomers, they're saying that they're projected to live on average up until age 84. So going back to the example that I gave you guys, if you decide to retire at age 50, or let's see, even age 60, you decide decide to stop working at age 60 or you know what age yeah let's, let's stop at age 60 and then somebody live until age 84 that's 24 years of income money investments that need to be saved up so it's also important to remember that these are just averages obviously these the these are statistics right half of each group will even live longer sometimes much lo longer considering everything So we know that the average woman over age 55 tend to live one to two years longer than the average college graduates and those who earn above average wages may live up to two years longer, which is crazy information to me. So it's basically saying that if you have some level of education, you're bound to live. Statistics show that you're bound to live two years longer. And my guess to that is probably because the more you feed your brain, the more you exercise your your brain, your brain is constantly working itself, which is the blood cells and all of that may be able to fight off stuff a lot more. I don't know. That's just my guess. I am not the expert in that, but um, I did hear that as you get older, you need to constantly be working your brain. And that's come from like reading, uh, playing brain exercises, stuff like that, right? So those with good health with no chronic conditions who are non-smokers and exercise regularly can live up to seven to eight years longer than an average person. Um, and last, some research, had, some research has even linked alcohol consumption increased longevity, which I'm assuming what they're saying is like uh, the people that drink alcohol, maybe some, I don't know. Uh, I guess they live longer. That's weird. I would think it's the opposite. So statistically, many people will live longer than expected. And these figures are all based off of historical data. Data that don't, They don't factor in any future 
medical breakthroughs. Obviously, we don't med- know medical wise or anything that's going to change, but just based off traditional history and stats, it's showing that we are going to live longer, which is why it's important to save and invest your money. So to answer the question, how much will I spend? Imagine someone who is 65 and estimates they need about $50,000 a year to live comfortably, right? So age 65, they need $50,000 a year to live comfortable. I cannot talk, right? If you're just looking at an average life expectancy, they will they will need income for t- almost 20 years. So remember, average life expectancy in 2019 for 65 years of for a 65 year old is uh, 84 and a half. So that translates into one million dollars that will be spent. But what if that person lives just five years longer? That five years longer, that's an extra quarter of a million dollars that we'll be needing. But wait, that's not all. Hardly anything brought today will be the same price or like it. obviously it won't be cheaper because as you see right now, the price of everything is going up. So it's saying that somebody that's living a bit longer, they're going to need $1.5 million just to be able to cover themselves for 25 years. And that's not even a factor in inflation and stuff. So Inflation is another huge retirement income challenge combined with longer lifespans. It put tremendous pressure on people retiring because imagine the people today, if they were retiring today, I mean, we saw inflation go up, I think like over 8%. And that's, and the crazy part about that, that that is we hear people talk about inflation all the time, but the one part of inflation, I don't feel like they express the numbers to us and maybe it's there to keep us blind it's the cost of living of inflation uh, because like look at the price of these house prices like look at grocery store i remember when i was a kid we'll spend like my mom would spend like a hundred dollars just hypothetically speaking in a grocery store and come back home all oh, this food right yeah all this food yeah all the goodies everything that we want but now when we go to the grocery store some of y'all have you ever been to walmart You'd be like, dang, I just spent $100, $200. I only got like five items, right? So, so that's that's the thing to consider is like, if you decide to step, to, uh, step away from corporate America, you may be one of those people that's just like, dang, like I can't afford this stuff like because my money is not going to pay me, which is more of a reason why you're supposed to plan for it, okay? So remember, that was showing um person 25 years at age 65 living just... Uh, at age 65 last and until like age 90, 91, they're going to need about $1.5 million. Okay. So, and with, with inflation, that's with a 3% inflation, which has been the average, that same person at age 65, they're going to need $1.8 million to be able to uh, save and invest it to be able to pay them for, uh, from age 65 to age, um, age 91. Okay. So, and if this person is fortunate enough um, to live to age 95, total spending rises to nine uh, to 2.4 million. So what this is basically saying is the longer you live, the longer you live, once you decide to retire, the longer you live, the more money you need saved and invested, which is why millennials, you need to start saving and investing. Now, you'll be, you'll be surprised that your current situation, if you're not implementing certain st- strategies, um, is probably keeping you from being able to create that wealth. Some people feel like you got to have all this money. But if you ever read the book, The Millionaire Next Door, or you studied the statistics of 
a lot of millionaires today, those millionaires wasn't looking for that that one thing that was going to get them to, you know, six figures or a million dollars in, in what, in 30 days or one year, you know, like all these ads has popping up everywhere where these people are marketing themselves as far as them generating wealth so quick. The average, believe it or not, the average millionaire probably worked a job or had some kind of business or self-employment and all they were doing was just stashing money to the side and investing. They're investing so that they their money can outpace inflation. Like, think about it. Inflation went up to 8% this year, right? 8%. If you didn't invest your money, right? You have, say, for instance, 100000 $100, whatever. If you didn't invest your money, you lost 8%. So when people are like, you know, the stock market is risky, blah, blah, blah. Your own money just sitting in the bank is risky because you just lost 8% by not doing nothing. So just imagine if on the flip side, if you invested that money or if the market went down, now you're able to buy more stocks and bonds and different things depending on interest rates and stuff like that. You're able to invest more because you're taking advantage of a fluctuating market. Whereas you're afraid to do something, you're actually losing money over time, right? So that's why it's very important to have some kind of plan and strategy in place. Retirement is often viewed as something that gets progressively more expensive every year, okay? So we already know that. So save and invest. I'm just going to kind of get through this all. I don't know why. Computer. So active retirement tends to have its own life cycle and many retirees live through these different phases. So active retirement can be more like the adventurous phase. You're able to take advantage of freedom. Um, it's funny, my, my uncle is in a position that he's enjoying life, get to do whatever he wants. But you're able to um, take advantage of freedom. You're able to travel a lot more. You're just able to enjoy, enjoy life, like all the different things you're doing, wake up whenever you want to, um, buy the things you want to, spend time with grandkids, whatever. That's more so the active retirement. And then you have some, some in the relaxing retirement phase where it's, it's more so um, like it's more of like a little bit slower uh, retirees into this phase of relaxing. And, and in this phase, many retirees, they still may travel and pursue, pursue some activities and interests, but more of their time is spent locally with like greater focus, like with circles, which is nothing wrong with that if that's what you want. But no one wants to do that if they really want to travel and different things like that. Right. And that out in town, you know, stuff like that, hanging with friends, nothing wrong with that. But some people want to really enjoy that freedom, kind of like hitting the lottery, because now you, your job is done. You got money. And then the resting retirement phase is eventually retires. They enter this phase. Um, health plays a critical role in this phase because it tend to remain mostly at home, focus on day to day activities and spending time with family. OK. So, and that's another reason I'm not going to get into it, but that's why your health is important too, as you get older, because you want to be able to do um, more things in life. Um, and then, yes. So, what time is it? So, actually, I'm going to pause right here. Um, I'm going to come back. Um, have I saved enough? I'm going to come back to, oops, I'm going to come back to this phase um, next week. I'm going to come back to this next week because I think there's some good information. I feel like I'm just talking and 
not many people on here um like engaging so i'm gonna come back you see so anyways while i'm here does anyone have questions Oh, actually, I should end it because I, like I said, this is a live recording. But anyways, y'all, this is the Millennial Network Podcast. Your girl, Coach Danny Renee here. And I just did a lot of recording on making it last, making your finances last throughout your retirement. So that's it. And I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>